All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. On this episode, Kanye Irving and the Boston Celtics get bucked in Milwaukee. The 76ers are in the process of elimination. Denver versus Portland. Slokic is killing the Trailblazers. How are they going to come back from 3-2? to two? And of course, Houston Rockets at Oracle. Game 5, the biggest game of the playoffs. Whoever wins this is going to win the NBA title in my eyes, Drew. So follow through with Clips and Drew. Drew, just kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple, Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? The boys are back. Oh, okay. I like that. Hey, it's Wednesday night. Uh, about, what is it, 6 o'clock, Drew? 6.31. Drew was late today um, to do this broadcast. Yeah. yeah, man. He had to pick up his meds. Yep. And uh, we don't want to miss the uh, Boston game that's going on as we speak. Boston so, game's happening right now. So we have the game on in the background, so excuse us us if we get a little distracted and also you're welcome if something dope happens where you're going to get our our feedback live. our immediate reactions but first things first drew yep. this is the monumental episode 75 we are three 75. quarters five three quarters of a way to a hundred yeah um i'm i'm curious to know what you got drew because i ain't got shit yeah 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 no teams nba history won 75 games no players have scored 75 points but piggybacking off of the information that we received, thank you, uh, audience, thank you, listeners, thank mm-hmm. you, friends, um, I am going to continue with the first overall draft pick in 1975. It's a guy we just we actually just talked about him recently, David Thompson, number one overall draft pick. Okay. Um, and then I am going to use the players that were born oh. in 1975. I thought that was a great list. That was a great that list. That was a great From list. 74? Yeah, for, mm-hmm. for, from from last uh, show, and so in '75 we have some we have some pretty solid players. Ray Allen, okay, Allen Iverson, Jesus, Allen Iverson, okay, uh, Lorenzen, right, your boy, Jason Williams, Joe Smith, number oh, one overall one draft pick, pick. Maryland, Catino Mobley, Keith Van Horn, Cat, and Michael Dickerson. Well, um, I, did, did Iverson got the third episode or no? We didn't start it. We didn't till... have an Iverson episode, and I don't think we've had a Ray Allen episode. The last thing that I did have mm-hmm. is the finals MVP in 1975 was Rick Barry, who has definitely He's, had uh, an episode. What was his name? What did we give him? The Rick Barry? Uh, Rick the Dick Barry episode. Yes. It was Rick the Dick. Yeah, he was because he's an asshole. Um, he do, uh, A verified asshole. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen because it's pretty awesome. It's pretty funny, yeah. And the artwork on that was amazing It as was, well. yeah. Check it out. I don't know, Drew. You call it if you, you know, like Ray. I mean, uh, Allen Iverson to me is uh, iconic, and he's the man. Yeah. He's never gotten an episode. I yeah, no, I I definitely think Allen Iverson or Ray Allen is fine with me. And and since uh, yeah, because we really there's no way we had an Allen Iverson. No, yeah. So this is this is his seventy five. Seventy five. Good goes, year. Goes to one of the greatest small guys to ever play the game of basketball. Pound for pound, probably the best player to ever play. Right. Yeah. People. I mean, the argument I guess would be Isaiah Thomas. 
But yeah, outside but, of that, like the original, not IT people, like like all the all the young kids out there. AI the act, changed the game, though. Exactly. AI changed the game. He brought the hood yeah. to the NBA. Sure. Um, so iconic. He did not give a fuck about the answer. He was the answer. Yeah. He was the answer before he even played a game. Yeah. In the NBA. Alan Iverson's your fucking episode, That's buddy. That's what's up, bro. All right, dudes, it's playoffs. It's playoffs, Drew. That's all we're, we do now is watch playoff games. <laughs> That's it. Literally, I haven't played basketball in two weeks. Yeah. Because the games start at four. Yep. And um, they end at nine, and ten o'clock. And we have to watch everything. We got to watch the games. Um, and so I, I think that since we're watching Boston right now, yeah. I think we got to dive, dive into this because okay. we gave... Kyrie a new nickname too this week. We did, we yeah. Did. <laughs> Kanye Irving. Kanye Irving is that, his new name because it's pretty solid. It's perfect, it's right? Solid. And, and and the fans seem to like it too. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure we are the first to coin that. So That's, once again, if we get jacked, yeah. it's ours. Yeah. Uh, and we called him Kanye because Kyrie came out with a with a with a comment saying that he is a basketball genius. Right. Um, I have been well documented. Mm-hmm. on saying that I think Kyrie is a fucking weirdo. Okay. Yeah. This whole Boston thing has been weird the whole year. Yeah. Okay. We went from beginning of the season, Kyrie, I'm going to be a Boston Celtic for life to like three months later, three months later, the world is flat to, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be here anymore yep. to, I'm sorry, LeBron yeah. to now I I'm can't a, carry the team. I can't carry the team. I don't know team. how to lead a team. <laughs> now I'm going to New York with KD. Like, and, but no, he, so, and then there was also like the attrition, like he definitely, he felt bad about some shit. He tried to air it out, which is why I think the Celtics ended up in the second half of the season recovering quite nicely. Like they were really didn't look great. And then once that happened, they called it, you know, the, the great plane ride or the, the great, great the great, the great flight or whatever, uh, across country when they went back from, from a California game. Uh, so they, he aired out some shit in that moment. And it seems like it cleared up the air a little bit. And, but now we're looking at them and after game one, where they looked phenomenal, they looked great. Yeah. I mean, the Celtics looked real, like ready to go. Like they were going to, you know, handle Milwaukee pretty easily, to be quite honest, after game one. We know that game one is misleading a lot. Uh, but since then, they haven't really been able to find their footing in this series Because at all. you adjust. Right. You adjust. Right. It's exactly what you do. And then you have to perform. Like we've said so many times, this is what better situation does Kyrie want? Kyrie wants out of Cleveland mm-hmm. to be the man on another team. And I want to lead and I want to do this and do that. And you're set up with some really great talent, yeah. a great fucking coach. You know, you're coming off an epic season where they did so much better without you. Really? They did. Yeah. We saw, I mean, basically last season, we're talking about Tatum as being like, damn, this boy might be the MVP in a couple years. Yeah. He might be an all-star next exactly. year. Exactly. We're seeing Jalen Brown and guys like Scary Terry. I mean, Scary Terry got his contract off of this. He's going <laughs> to get his contract <laughs> off, off of this. last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you you bring Kyrie into the mix, this leader, this, this guy that self-proclaimed and... Well, he's not self-proclaimed. We all know. First off, he's a hell of a player. Oh, let's yeah. let's get that out out sure. in the open. But he is weird. This is not this is not a dig on Kyrie at all. Right. He's definitely one of the best generational players. On his game, it's yeah. not a dig. It's a dig on his on his weirdness and, and his personality. And it's not it's not easy to be a leader, dude. Right. It's not. Not everyone's to, cut out for it. Nope. Right. Nope. And I think that's what he realized when sure. he apologized to LeBron because it's really hard. Because he is a little bit different than I think the like the average NBA player. So it's funny because I think the Kanye thing is so it's so apropos. It's like it's like the great it's perfect. It's a great reference. I also think because like I think the Church of Kyrie, if for all those people that have heard about these rumors about the Church of Kanye, I think the Church of Kyrie would be pretty fucking entertaining, right? The world is flat. Like I I don't know what his what his actual thought is on afterlife and stuff, but that is something that I would actually if Ch- Kyrie. If you end up with the Church of Kyrie podcast, you have a subscriber right here. I'll, I'll listen to that. <laughs> I shit. would do it too. It would be very very interesting. Uh, but anyway, they're clearly not bringing it at, to the level that we expected, uh, you know, this series to match up. We thought, I definitely thought it was going to be a seven-game series. Milwaukee leads 3-1. They're up by 13 right now in the third quarter. Um, and for for all the ways that they looked good in game th- one, they have not been able to contain Giannis in that same capacity throughout the rest of the series. And, you know, as good as Al Horford is, you know, Giannis is showing up. He's like, okay, you know, I, you guys got me pretty good in game one. And then he went back to the drawing board. Obviously, Budenholzer had some some adjustments that they were able to make with the, with the team and, and utilizing Middleton more, which did actually open up space for Giannis. But he's 
Top three in the NBA? Of is who? it fair? Giannis? Top three? One hundred percent. Top three? Not even a question. Right. I mean, that's a tough conversation, but it look I mean, it definitely it seems like he's playing top three level right now. Well, look where he's at. Yeah. He's in the semifinals in, yeah. in the East, coming, you know, uh, especially after what happened last year. Mm-hmm. These guys haven't been this far. They haven't been to, to, to the West, to the Eastern Conference Finals since two thousand one. Right. It, I'm talking about again. It's easy to play in the first round. You're really not matched up. You know what I mean? You're going against teams that you're obviously better than. Yeah. Um, Especially this year for the East. 100%. The top five teams were by far better than every other team in the East. And then and Boston coming off a sweep. You know what I yep. mean? They played really well. Um, but back to the Bucks. I mean, we're seeing... We're seeing why Chris Middleton's an all-star. We're seeing that they had great pickups bringing in Ilyasova back. Uh, Miritich again. George Hill. George Hill. Okay. George Hill's playing his ass off. You want to talk about, we talked about Scary Terry, Mm -hmm. who, you know, I don't know how much run he's actually getting in the series for whatever reason. He's not. For whatever reason, they're not playing him that much. But how can nobody on the Celtics can stop George Hill? Like this guy has is having a resurgence uh, that I've never seen before. Like it, and it just happened. Like he was not playing that well in the in the first uh, series that they that they played against, and 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 even in the regular season, he was just kind of very quiet. This year, got traded from Cleveland. But this is also a guy that's been there before, and, and he's a he's a pro. And he's with a vet. and with Brogdon being out for this extended period of time, it gave him a, a time to kind of get some rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's playing his ass off. And so while while the Bucks have all these guys playing their ass off, yeah, um, we're looking at Boston. I got to turn off the game. Yeah, I'm getting so distracted. Danica like Patrick that. was just like handed a twenty dollar, trying to hand a twenty dollar bill to some fan, <laughs> like over a white wine thing. Like, did you not see this? As I missed we, it. As we turned it off, people, I don't know what's happening. The TV's <laughs> off now. Danica Patrick just tried to pay a man twenty dollars for his glass of white wine. Maybe and she he just it. gave it to her. I don't know. I feel like it's almost like he took it from her. Well, Aaron Rodgers, they're sitting courtside. Something there. happened right there. Yeah, she was with Aaron Rodgers. So hey, let's so go. Let's as go. good as as good as Milwaukee is playing right now, it's all because of Giannis. It's yeah. all because it starts and ends with Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- there's not enough can be said for this dude's preparation for the game, how he approaches the game, and that as your leader, this is how it it all trickles down, right? Yeah. And again, we're seeing a bunch of vets on this team that can perform. Eric Bledsoe is 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 a yeah. beast, dude. And it doesn't matter if it's Kyrie or whoever. Eric Bledsoe is going to bring it every single night. But I, I I'm not done with Kyrie in the in in the Boston Celtics. Okay. Because you and I got into it uh, on the last episode, um, just discussing like how I, I was saying how bad these fucking guys are playing. Right. So the difference between Giannis being the leader and Kyrie supposedly being the leader is the simple fact that Kyrie's missed 43 shots in the last three games leading up to this game. Mm-hmm. 43, dude. Uh, 19 for, what was it? It was 19 for, 19 for 62. This guy shot the first three games. And then his answer to that, when the reporters asked him was, oh, I, just, I guess I need to shoot more. Like, no, bro, that's not well, the fucking shoot answer. Shoot or shoot their way out of, out I, of I that. I get it. Yeah. Jason Tatum didn't hit his first three until yeah. last game. Yeah. Gordon Hayward, again, I'm, I know everybody wants to give him a pass. He shouldn't even be on the fucking court right now. Mm-hmm. Even in tonight's game, where why I saw him miss a layup. I saw him airball a 15-footer. Yeah. Like, it, it, he's not bringing any value to the team. He did hit one three. But I... I, I tell I can see a lot by body language, right? And I'm looking at Kyrie, and he doesn't look like the guy. I think he's already got a foot out the door, sure, honestly. And there's only been something like seven teams that have come back from three one. I think he understands. He was one of them, though. You know, yeah, he was on one of those teams. He was on that. Team. Yeah, right. that's right. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying. Like it does seem. It, it, it for for all the things that we wanted to talk about the great flight, like I mentioned, like it it still does seem like there's some distance there. There's not like a whole lot of uh, camaraderie on, on that side. I see line. none. Right, that's what I'm getting at, and it. So it, there's there's definitely that. There's something there, and I think you know, kind of similar to the way that you know that Kevin Durant situation was treated in in in, in Golden State this year. The same speculation, maybe even more, has been about Kyrie leaving this whole season. So regardless, we didn't we don't really bring that up as much because there wasn't that clash on the floor moment like with Kyrie and like Jalen Brown like yelling at each other the way that there was that that Draymond and Kevin Durant moment that was all pointing to well this is because Kevin Durant think they think he's leaving. But I do think like once that once in the middle of the season when when Kyrie came out and was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I you know I, I don't I don't know anybody anything 
It was like, wait, what? What are you talking about? What the fuck? Right. Like again, this is back to like the weird, the weird Kyrie behavior. And at but the beginning it, of the it, year, it has to be a problem in that locker room. 100. If they don't know if he's going to be back or not, that has to be a problem. When Morris is your leader, yeah, you know what I mean. That's an issue. Yeah, that that's definitely an issue. And at the beginning of the year, everybody. Anybody that knows anything about basketball looks on paper and says, damn, Boston is going to be the only team that's going to give Golden State a run. Mm -hmm. And again, it's just like sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's a complete polar opposite of, right. exa of this time last year when we're watching this semi-Cinderella team in Boston you know, show exactly how good they are. And we're talking about Brad Stevens as being the best coach in the NBA. Yep. You know, we're, it's just now – you can see some people are toxic, and now we can see that Kyrie isn't meant to be the leader of an NBA team. Right, the, the leader. He at needs least to at be this stage, it's possible that later in life he'll Give get me, there as he ages a little bit more. He might be able to do that. Tell better. me when. Tell me when would the last time was uh -huh. where a little man, a little point guard, was the leader of an NBA championship team, and I'll bet you can name it. The la Isaiah Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Detroit. we're long time ago, right? Allen Allen got him close. Allen Iverson close, got him never close. Got never it. won. Mm-hmm. JJ Berea. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! Oh my god! This guy, this guy, Carlos Arroyo, right? Yeah. Uh, JJ, JJ, JJ was hot that one series. Though, you know what? Man. That's true. He you, was fucking hot. I mean, it was definitely like Dirk's that. team. It was definitely Dirk's team. But JJ had a, had his moments. Though. I like that. <laughs> uh, another stat, though, going into this game, there was there's four players on on Milwaukee that are shooting better from three than Kyrie is shooting from two. Yeah. So. It is good what it God, is. That's not good. And, and, and I think it'll be even harder yeah. if this guy goes to, to New York or Brooklyn. I'll tell you this, and I, we can get into it later, but I had a great conversation with Luke Mahabute this week. Yeah. Random ended up spending a couple hours with him talking right. all basketball, talking Clippers, talking Houston, talking um, just NBA. And I'm like, dude, where? I said, Kyrie's going to be in New York next year. And he said, nope, he's going to be a Laker next year. Oh. And so that's what he's saying. And he didn't wow. even question it, didn't even think about it. And I'm like, okay. And Ky if Kyrie's. That's very exciting. It, that's exciting. But then you think about it. Okay. That, then that makes Kyrie look like a straight coat. Coat tailored, yeah, coat, like coat chaser, like whatever he, they like call it. LeBron's kid, yeah, yeah, like come back home, daddy. I'm coming home. I gotta come back home, right? Like, I need you to take care of me. Yeah, I hear that, but hey, Kyrie, that's a great idea to it's, just come back. It's a great idea. Come home, man. Be the second guy. Come, come play in L.A. <laughs> so you'd bro. be fine with that. You fucking Kyrie? yeah, dude. Absolutely, LeBron and Kyrie were great together. They, they and, were, and I, yes, no problems with from me on this side. I made a statement the other day, and I could be way off, and some people are gonna be really mad at me because they're again. Kyrie is amazing. Like when it cut the, the 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 funny thing is is like when you talk about Kyrie, everybody's like, oh, he's got the best handles. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. a great trait to have, and I think right? He does. Have the, yeah. And he does. Yeah. And he's probably one of the best finishers at the rim. Like in not the in this NBA. series, but yeah. Not in this series, but he probably is. And that's definitely great. those are two great qualities to have. But yes. it's not like, oh, he's a dog. Oh, he's he's got that Kobe. He's got that Mike. He's got that KG thing. I don't he know. I don't know about that yet, though, because I mean he hit that he hit the biggest shot in the series where they came back three one to he win did. to win the series. I mean, just as much as LeBron's block won that game his shot was the shot so like i i still think that there is for you know when he's on the court he's amazing right so like it's just all this off the is court. he though yeah man i mean you just said he has the best handles in the nba which is that's pretty amazing yeah his finishing is very amazing mm -hmm. his jump shooting is usually better than it is he's having a shit series right now at a, at a moment where his team needs him the most but i do think that he's he's still very very much like one of the top players in the in the world. I'm, I'm with that. Okay, all right. I'm with that. All I'm right. not saying he's not. Okay, I'm saying when your team is better without you, right? No, there's something up there. There's there, something there. Something happened. Okay. Yes, I agree. That you need to learn, dude. Right. Or something. Something's up. You got to change your genius way of thinking. Hey, guess what? Genius. If you're such a fucking genius, figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's get this shit figured figure it out. out. And again, what else do you want, bro? What else do you want in a team? Right. You got the talent. You got the coach. And if you want to dump that and go to New York, that's great. You want to go to New York with KD? Say that fucking works. And then who else are you playing with? Shaq said it tonight on the on halftime. Um, at halftime. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't Kobe, which it was. But it said not it was, always. It yeah. was the others. Yeah. It was the Robert Ories and the Derek Fishers and the Rick Foxes and, yeah. and those guys. Luke Walton. <laughs> and of course, Luke Walton, you know, that helped him out. So what do you got when you go to when you go to New York? Right. 
It's going to be and, – and, dude, I don't think him and him and Kyrie – or KD and Kyrie in New York with that media. It's a catastrophe. Guys, fucking A. It's a catastrophe. Oh, my Lord. Okay. So, but Get, the the right now the Bucks are up by 16. Oh. It looks like the series is a wrap. And it looks I mean, like you you might owe somebody $10. That's uh, Wesley, Snipe, Wes, Wesley Swipes as he as he goes by, dude. I got, you know – No, I don't think it's Wesley Swipes. That's not his handle, but that is in his bio. Oh, I love Wesley it. Wesley Swipes. I love it. Ben, right? His name's Ben. Yeah, Ben. That's and he uh, fucks with dude, us. I'll definitely. I'm. I, unfortunately, I'm gonna be needing we, your. Venmo. Drew needs your Venmo, I'm bro. Need that Venmo soon, homie. And Drew, if this series is over, I did call this one though. Yeah. Okay. You did. I well, I just I, after game two, both teams played so poorly right. in both. Like in the first game, Milwaukee, Milwaukee just didn't show up, mm-hmm. and in the second game, the same thing happened to Boston. So I'm like, okay. You know, maybe this will go back and forth, and then Boston like left. They they thought they won the series in Game One. They thought <laughs> Paul this, Pierce, it's the Pierce curse, they thought, bro. Oh God, see, fucking Paul. Another Pierce. reason I don't like Paul Pierce. Cost me ten dollars, Paul did, Pierce. Ten dollars, Paul Pierce. Send I'm charging him, you. Yeah, send him. I'm an charging. Invoice. I, I'm going to charge him ten dollars on Venmo. Paul Pierce, I'm coming for you. Hey, Wesley Swipes, we're going to need that Venmo, bro. Yeah, man. And we got some stickers coming your way, too. Definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Who's next, Drew? Because don't get me started on Philly. If we're going we're gonna into Philly. We're going to have to. We're going to have to Dan, go into Philly. Let's go. Philly, Toronto. Uh, for those that don't know, Toronto's up 3-2 hmm. and just wiped the floor with Philadelphia last night. Thir- they were up 40 at yeah, one point. It was, that was an embarrassment. Um, yet again, Sixers. A fail to break 100 points, so they're at 89 points for that game. And Joel Embiid is the story here. It's the story is like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you, How bro? How many different things can be wrong? What is wrong with you? How many things? How many? Okay, let's let's Each talk game, about. it's been something else. Oh, I got the shits. Yeah. Oh, my knee hurts. Yeah. Oh, I'm upper respiratory. Yep. Oh, coach, I don't know if I'm gonna play. Yeah. Sends me a, sends a text at 6:30 in the morning. I don't understand. What the fuck, bro? I don't understand. And this is something that we could no one could have predicted that this happens, especially on the run that he was on. He was looking great. Obviously, you know, he was he was definitely a little bit sore. Something was going on, ankles, knees, whatever, but it's the fucking playoffs, bro. Everyone's a little sore at this time. Every you've heard you've heard that said a thousand times. But it's the facts. I mean, you played an eighty two game season. Most of the time you end up playing close to seventy games, especially this year he had a good year. Most games he's ever played. Right. Bro. So of course you're gonna be a little bit banged up, but dude, suck it up. Stop going to uh Carl's Jr. That's at, at at two o'clock in the morning in eating crazy food and then expecting to play the next day. I don't and I don't know, man. So his inconsistency is much as much of a job as Marcus Hall's doing on it, it just seems like something else is is going on in Embiid's mind right now, and his body's clearly not reacting right. Well, look, dude, it started in college. Everybody yeah. knew he had an issue in college, okay? There was an issue with the foot and the knee. Yeah. There was all that. That's why he went third, you know? You know sure. who went and not before? first. Do you remember right, that yeah. draft? 15? That was Wiggins at one. Oh, it was. That was Jabari Kansas. Parker at Kansas? two, yes. And then Together. Joel. And since then... You are at times probably one of the best big men we've ever seen, right? So skilled. The guy has gained whatever, 50 pounds since college of, of pure beef and muscle. Right. But where is the preparation, dog? Yeah. Like you, like Drew said, your diet. Are you sleeping? You know what I mean? Like, Right. And if you're going to be this guy that wants, you know, you're funny. You're a funny he guy. Funny, yeah. You're a great troll. You like talking shit. But guess what, dog? And you're going to learn now that... You're going to start talking shit to the wrong guy and the wrong squad who's going to take that that shit real personally. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He only has one game where he's scored above 20 points in this entire series. And it was a it was a fabulous game. 33 points, right. a great Embiid performance and right. they won the game. Right. Kind of convincingly. So like, I mean, as much as we want to say, you know, you can kind of point the finger at Ben Simmons, uh, JJ Redick, we talked about Tobias Harris like Jimmy Butler's the one who's really coming up smelling like roses right now. As far as free agency, he could not be playing better as far as his career is concerned for what's happening in the offseason. But outside of him, everybody else in this Where's team is Tobias? Not, they're not playing well at all, dude. And it's funny. Like, this always happens to J.J. Redick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. This, but, but honestly, what are we doing here, Philly? Ben Simmons had more turnovers than shot attempts the other day. You know, and this is another fucking guy, Drew. That's great in the first. That's great in round one. That he's got to figure some shit out. He needs to figure out, dude. How are you going to be? It's not that he can't shoot threes. He will not. He refuses. Not even threes. Won't shoot at all. Just won't shoot the ball. Will not shoot the ball unless it's like a dunk or a layup. And he's great at that. And he's barely doing that anyway. So this is, I, I think, the bigger picture that we can talk about because. Whether they win or lose this series, there's a bigger problem here, right? Even if they do win this series and and even if they get to the finals, there's still the bigger problem of 
what the fuck are they going to do with Embiid and Simmons on the floor? Together? Doesn't work. Right. And it's only working at the, at the clip that it was this season because they just went all in and they bought as they brought in as many talented players as possible. And it's still even with that roster, you look at them and like, man, they should be way better than they're performing right now. And they're still in the series. It's, again, it's only three two. They they got game six at home, so they're going to do their best to see you know if they can if they can pull it out. It obviously will depend heavily upon how Embiid performs. But the bigger picture, well, what's like going to be wrong with about, Embiid? That's my question. Wait, what what is he going to have wrong with him next? Obviously, but my bigger point is moving forward. Like, can those two play together? And it, the answer is no. Until Ben Simmons can hit a fifteen footer, right? Because if he if he's never going to be able to hit that fifteen foot jump shot, he's a liability on offense. I mean, yes, he he can be an offensive rebounder and he can try to play like the Draymond Green role, if you will, because Draymond doesn't shoot that often. And he's a facilitator, and they have him at the top of the key. But with someone he's too talented to be just a facilitator, and, and you don't want him that like he does. He's better than Draymond Green. Like he or his he should be better than Draymond Green with all of his skills that he has, minus his jump shots. So the, I think the, it seems like they're gonna have to pick one. Between all right, we're gonna we're gonna rock with Embiid, we're gonna rock with Simmons, and I'm sorry, Ben Simmons, bro, they're definitely gonna choose Embiid. Bro. Okay, I, he's but, he's the better option. Okay, oh he's the most dominant. I mean, you can't. How can you possibly run? Expect to win? We're talking about win with the smallest point guard. How can you expect to win with any point guard in the NBA that can't shoot? But what's? Uh, but look, dude, the writing's on the wall right now. If this guy isn't prepared, right. for the playoffs, he's not physically prepared. And he still had better numbers than Simmons in those games. Agreed, except for, but let's, except let's, for like two, though. Let's not discount the fact that Kawhi Leonard is yes. locking everybody up. That's true. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like, it, literally locking everybody up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who he's guarding. He can guard Jimmy Butler. He's not scoring anything. When he goes on Ben Simmons, he's not scoring anything. Jimmy's had some really good games, though. Some 30-point games. Yeah. 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 He's the only one that's performing well. But, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And and Kawhi is. I mean, we can talk a little bit about Kawhi because we got we got a really good analysis on the on the on the games that Toronto has lost in this postseason about the rest of the supporting cast. And it, he really, it, it's really three guys offensively. It's Kawhi, it's Kyle Lowry, and it's Pascal Siakam. And outside of that, they they literally live or die with the supporting cast, right? Because Kawhi, Kyle, Bleat, Danny Green, all those of these guys. guys are super shaky. And so we're getting to see how good Kawhi is and how good he has been this season based on these performances that that we're, that he's cashing in right now. I mean, like I think he's averaging close to 37 points per game this this series. Before the last game, dude, he was at you know like the pinnacle is the 50 40 90. Yeah. That's like what would be awesome. Like Steph was close to that. What the dude, dude Steph did that one year, yeah. Like 60 50 90. Yeah. He's he's going insane. He wastes absolutely no energy. Mhm. Mm or wasted energy, if you want to call it that. Sure. Makes the right fucking play. We've always known how good Kawhi is, but until you actually sit down and watch eight games in a row it's unbelievable. and see what this guy he's so efficient. So efficient, right? Yeah. That's that's the word. He's so efficient. Mm -hmm. Like the the no wasted energy, like passes he, when he needs to pass. He moves with efficiency just as much as he shoots with efficiency. It's it's all about like measured dribbles like he's he's never rushed he's always composed on the ball he's good he's a better passer than people give him give him credit for he doesn't make great passes all the time but dude i mean he's just he can he can score on anybody and they're two and their two losses were because of just not hitting no shots. yeah and nobody else on the team was they got good looks even in those games he he put up crazy numbers big numbers so he's back to the Kawhi that we all miss i missed him dude i mean it was it was a it was a lost season a season and a half really lost uh, with with Kawhi, just like, but maybe that comes into play now. With you know, I had a season off. I got fresh legs. Came into this fair. year. Fair. That's which, a that's which, a fair which, statement. Which will be great for LeBron this year too. And you guys. A. And I don't want to get into LeBron, but we no, we'll talk fine. about the Lakers in a minute. But yeah, I think that has a lot to do. Not and talk about someone that is taking care of their body. Huh. Kawhi took a whole season off, right? And it would have been really easy for him to. Knock back a couple more drinks than he should have. Have a couple more cheeseburgers than he should have. I doubt he even does that. I bet. I bet the guy barely even drinks or whatever. Because guess what, dude? This is your. This is your life. Yes. This is your livelihood. This is your passion. You're you're living out your dream, and and Kawhi is literally make, carving out his name in history books every time he steps on the floor for these Toronto Raptors. So so back to what you were saying about Embiid and Simmons, right? Yeah. The only thing that I would take Simmons over. Embiid if they choose to do that is that simple fact that like what Embiid are we going to get are you going to get 60 games a year from him 
Are we going to get the same guy that that's coming in and again eating cheeseburgers while he's getting stretched out? Because wow. that shit will catch up to you, dog. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. This whole series yeah. has shown me a lot. I I think the reason that that it's for me it's such a simple decision to go with and beat is because you you can literally see if he when he figures this shit out because it's it his career his livelihoods on the line if he can't figure this out. I mean, he's fine. He's going to get paid and all that, but like. He has, he has, this is like a turning point for him where he goes, all right, I'm going to continue to fuck around and not reach my potential, or I'm going to be maybe the MVP of this NBA that we're, you know, in the next two seasons. So I, you know, definitely a a turning point for him, but, but because his potential for that is immediate and Ben Simmons is still, he's still in the midst of the process. Um, I definitely would, would still choose Embiid because they're both around the same age. Embiid's just like two years older than Simmons, I think, two or three years older. Yeah, Simmons is still 22 years right. old. Right, they're both super young is my right. point. And so because Embiid can dominate the league, we've seen him do okay, it. Okay, so then you take Ben, say say, uh, say uh, Philly loses Jimmy Butler this season, which they probably will because uh, he's going to want to get paid. Right. Say they pay Tobias, right? Right. And they, so they have Tobias, Embiid, and... Simmons, right? Yeah. Are they any better next year? You know, right. like what is like what what does that mean? What does that mean if you have a really great big man? Tell me, talk to me about how well, these, these big men are winning to, championships to, right now. You need to compliment him though. It, it really, I'm complimenting. No, 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 no. I'll give him the right I, I, player. Yeah, have have a complimentary cast. But what's the right players? Is somebody I, that can a point guard that can shoot, drop it in the po- that can shoot an open three. Right, right. Because when Embiid does get doubled and the lane is clogged, you have JJ, you have Jimmy, and you have Tobias. But they can send a double with Ben Simmons's guy all day long. So think if you what I think if you put Ben Simmons, I think you're totally right. Yeah. But I think making him a point guard is not what he needs to be. I think if they make him a Blake Griffin kind of guy who can bring the ball up, give him in the but, post. But he's 6'10", Drew. Right. He's he's bigger than Blake. He's just He doesn't want to do that though. I, well, guess what, dude? You're going to have to do something close to the rim cuz that's exactly where you're shooting the he ball. He can still be the point guard and post up at the same time. And so there it, the interesting thing to me is like, yes, Embiid is great and Embiid is a better shooter uh than obviously than Ben Simmons from 3. It, <laughs> it's it so sad. But yet they never you never see him, uh, Simmons post up hardly ever. Right. And he's almost always being guarded by a smaller guy. And yet again, maybe this is Brett Brown's thing. He still hasn't worked this out in his own brain you he should be in the post where he's comfortable he in at lsu when he was scoring you know in the 20s all the time he was getting a lot of offensive rebounds and stuff just because he was in transition buckets because he's good at that but the points where he was scoring in the offensive set were him in the mid post or literally on the block because that's where he's most comfortable he, he is 6'10 he's been very tall for a long time and he's been used to playing in the post right and yet how, when's the last time you saw him post up? You you don't. And so that's, to me, that's clearly a coaching error. So like, as far as things like, you, you, they don't need to give up yet because Brett Brown certainly isn't like the mastermind. It's like, well, if Brett can't figure it out, nobody can. Yeah, like who? Yeah, but then who is? Then, you, then sure, it, there's, but there's other people. He's that, the first one to go, homie. They lose tomorrow. He's, he's definitely fired. It's a wrap. He's definitely fired. And 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 I think he's a good coach. I think the players really like him. I think he's a good coach, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's a great coach. No. And I think a great coach is what it needs to to figure this shit out for this team. And regardless of whether or not they keep Jimmy or Tobias or none or whoever, you need a great coach to figure out how these two stars can play together. And they they doubled down on the starting five, dog. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you, and when you go to the playoffs and it's six and a half, seven people you're bringing in, you know what I mean? Right. And who is that? That's Mike Scott who's playing like decent, whatever. Right. I like Mike Scott. And then it's your boy. TJ McConnell. Yeah. And like, okay, so that's your fucking bench. I love Tej. I know you do. Like, give me some Tej. I like regular season Tej, but I'm, I, do, I do not Dude. believe in postseason Tej. Well, okay. he doesn't. He got like no run this. Anyways, year. this is the bottom line, dude. Yeah. I do not trust the fucking process. I don't trust well, yeah. the process. Uh, yeah, I don't either. And it's their own fault at this point. Like it's Joel, dude. I know. I know that you're sore, and like maybe you had some coughing, like lung issues. But like, eat the right food. Be a professional. Or how about this, Drew? How about this? Yeah. Like a like a shark smelling fucking blood, bro. How are you gonna come out and say, "Oh, I got the shits. I'm sick. I'm not. I'm not." A hundred percent. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm taking that go to the right bank. at you. Yeah, I'm going right, right at, you at you all day. How are you going to let me know all day long? Right, exactly. So yeah, he, he again, he's still young. I and he needs to mature, in my opinion. I said this all I agree. season. I agree. He needs to mature, and I think people need to start taking notes out of 
Giannis's book and they need to take notes out of Kobe's book and they need to take notes out of all these people, KG, that literally put in the work all year round. Like you said, this is your fucking job. Yeah. You can, you know, if you still want to be a troll and all do all that funny shit. I, I love Drake trolling him the other night. Right. You know, I yeah. love that Drake troll. We always go to Shaq and then we can kind of go move okay. on from this. We always go okay. to we always go to Shaq in these moments, especially like because we love for for a lot of people that just love Shaq. You love how he was like bigger than life. He's he's this big man and he's funny. He's charismatic. Um, but what Shaq was doing while he was the funniest and like most care, he was literally destroying everybody destroying the nba bringing baskets down breaking them at the stanchion and nobody could guard him it, three championships in a row go ahead and talk your shit Shaq. joel Embiid, get to the finals get bro. to the finals before you start thinking that you're shaquille o'neal facts dude i'm with you 100 and Shaq was going against the greatest centers ever list them all and he played and against them all. david robinson yeah. ate him up yeah hakeem ate him up way better centers than Greg Embiid has ever had to up. face yeah one of the greatest <laughs> one of the greatest one of the greatest smiths like i'm bringing up oh some, some rick ballers, smiths baby dog. hey so i don't trust the process dog and yeah. they need to get they need to fucking figure it out yo next series uh we're gonna jump into denver portland yeah we'll do that real because quick because we had the quadruple overtime game uh i think if if, if all of you followed us uh, at clips and drew on instagram Clips was giving you a nice uh, breakdown on the IG story of oh, what was happening. That. I did do it that. It was hilarious. I had a couple in me. Oh, bro, it was funny because the game. What's good, Rodney Hood? Well, that was the at the new end. nickname. That was at the end. Yes, sir. And that was great. But the the thing that got me, the thing that got me I laughing, I did that. The bro. thing that got la me laughing the most was, you know, you you could see your your energy levels <laughs> were starting to dip oh, as boy. the game kept going. Right, you were like, you know, at, at regulation, you were like, all right, well, who's got it? CJ, give me something. And then it goes to overtime. Same thing happened one and two. And then in the, in the third overtime, just cuts to you sitting down. You're like, man, can somebody just win this game? <laughs> it was late, bro. <laughs> it was late, dude. You know what I mean? Who wants it? And you it know was what entertaining. It gets, that yeah, was entertaining. I'm, I'm glad you liked that. Dude, it was really funny. CJ McKillum. Yeah. He had a good one. You know, for for just quick about that specific four, <laughs> four overtime game, it was awesome. Really wow. cool to see that go that wow. far. But. You know what? There, there is thirteen players uh, on each team, right? Like nobody made some subs. Jokic was literally about to 65 die. Sixty-five minutes. How, he, I don't even know how he made it up and down the floor a couple times. Because he doesn't I thought move he very was going to just fall over at one point. Uh, and Slokic. And, and they're not making any substitutions until Zero. until Terry Stotts puts in Rodney Hood, and it was like Eureka. Oh my God! We have guys that haven't played fifty minutes in this game, just waiting and, to come. And in. And Rodney Hood's like, "Oh, dude, this is easy. This is this. like a shooting I'm drill. I'm fresh. Nobody can move. Like, oh, this is fine." Can we call him "What's Good, Rodney?" What's Hood, good, though? Rodney Hood? Because that was just "What's Good in the Hood, Rodney." I'm and, and and again, he was almost off a team last year. Like literally, they didn't even want him on the squad. Last yeah, Cavs, year. the Cavs. Yeah, they yeah. said, "Fucking get out of here, <laughs> Rodney." Done. But let, let's say I got something to say about this series, though. Sure. Up, in, up until yeah, last night's game, uh -huh. that's the most exciting series that that we've seen, and, this, and the most competitive, and yeah. we, it, it, most competitive and exciting. Just scoring, like just Jokic is an, an anomaly, bro. Just like how, where did this guy come from? Yeah. How is he so good? Yeah. Um, his touch around the rim is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Talk so, about no waste of energy. Right? Yeah, well, he's never moving and over. He's never really trying to exert himself that that much. He can't really just go that fast, though. That's the thing. We can't he penalize him for that. He is the slowest yeah. human being I've ever watched. Yeah. Slokic is a perfect name. But for he gets him. he gets he gets where he's going. But we got to we got to rip on us for a second because you and I both this whole season yep. and we've discussed this have have been down on Denver, just not not buying it, not believing in it. Yeah. We didn't know who was going to be the guy there, and then progressively throughout the the year they've been showing us. Damn, they play really good at home. Uh, they got this big white boy that's fucking really good. Jamal, yeah. Gary Harris, we're not really too sure about. Gary Harris is playing ass off. Dude, yeah. dude, and now we're seeing. Yeah. Like we have said, this is when superstars are made. We want to see what you're made of. This this is what Kyrie and Steph and Clay are not doing right now, although they already are superstars. Sure. But these dudes are stepping up, yeah. hitting their shots. This is that wasn't a dig on on Golden State, by the way. I'm just saying they're not performing. <laughs> well, Clay's at this not moment. performing. That's fine. And, and we'll, we'll get talk that. about yeah. it. But we're seeing that Jamal Murray might be the guy, dog. He's good. He's it, and and we we knew the matchup was going to be like the key matchup was always going to be McCollum against Murray, mm -hmm. and Murray has clearly had the upper hand. CJ had a great 41 points in that you know quadruple overtime game mm -hmm. and it took him four overtimes to get to 41 points so it's not like you know it's nothing crazy he played essentially a game and a half and got to 41 points he's he's much more capable than that 
Um, but on you know other games, he's got 12 points, mm-hmm. 16 points, and Jamal has been outscoring him consistently in this series. And you know you're looking at Portland. Dame has had some shaky moments because Gary Harris. He can lock it Gary up. Gary Harris is a on-ball maniac, and he is playing some some of the best on-ball defense I've seen uh, in a while. I mean, like you know, Kawhi still does his damn thing, but when you're talking about like uh, trying to guard someone like a Dame Lillard and a CJ McCollum, like that is not easy. No. nobody can guard Dame, and he's doing about as good of a job as I've seen ever. It's the on young, Dame Lillard. It's the one hundred percent. Yeah, Gary Gary Harris is changing the but, game. But for Portland, you know it it. They really need CJ to step up in, in these moments. They're not big and, enough, and dog. I just right. don't think they're big enough. They don't have an answer for Jokic, nope. which was we always knew was going to be the thing, and mm. we thought that they were that Denver wasn't going to have an answer for Dame. Right. And the answer is fucking Gary Harris. We, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't believe in it. <laughs> right. And and now we're seeing. I yeah. like seeing these young boys. I'm seeing a future with these guys. And what I'm seeing on their bench and in their on the court. Again, the body language, dog. There's How are a lot you... of family yes. camaraderie. M- Mike Malone, they, yes. they love Mike Malone. How are you responding to your coach and to your teammates? How yeah. is how is the 13th dude on the bench responding to you guys? Right. And they're all involved, dog. Juan Hernan you know, Gomez just sprinting out. After, dancing. He danced Dancing all night. the time, yes. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that, but he doesn't get in much. And he hit it. Hey, my sister lives in Denver, dude. Yeah. And so she was just saying the city is on fire right now. Yeah. And you, they have something to grow on right now. I'm seeing this. Like if I'm a free agent again, Denver might be a good place to go. Denver's but beautiful. A, a, a big, a big center that likes to pass the ball. All he wants to do is give you the ball. Give you the rock. I'll go play with him. And then he'll do some, <laughs> some, I mean, dude, if he's, if he's not, if he's not special, bro, because that dude is just special from every personality, his looks, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And he's a dog. He's yeah. got the best next to Kyrie. Who finishes better at the rim than that guy? Dude, and well, he, and I don't think I've ever seen him dunk. I don't think I, I don't either. know if I've ever seen him dunk a ball, but so. he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. at uh, He just he can't jump, can't run, but he can ball you out. But he can fuck you up. He will, he will take you any which way you want, bro. And then finger roll that bitch right in the rim. Right? Yeah. And so, dude, shout out to Denver. Yeah, we we were eating our words a little bit. Who would you take? Who would you take, Embiid or Slokic right now? That's a great. If you had to, right if, now, it's it's Jokic no, because Jokic. because because of the we don't know what's going on with Embiid. We Say don't know. you're the Lakers right now, and you have oh. you have Embiid, and, or you have Slokic. I want I want Jokic. You take you would take him over Embiid just because I think I think LeBron would get tired of Embiid's antics really fast. And so for oh, that, that wouldn't work out for that all. reason, I would take Jokic all day long. Okay. LeBron would not tolerate. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Could, would not. They're just so different. It's like Kobe and Dwight. It's right. almost like that. It's yeah. like a reincarnation of that. And that was a goddamn forest that fire. Was a mess. Jesus. Shit show. Absolutely. I well, can't wait to talk about your shit show in a minute. Let's get to the um, last one. Yeah. Big game tonight. Yeah. You called it earlier. The biggest game of the whole playoffs is tonight. Game five. Game five. At Oracle. Shout out to Houston, bro. Mm-hmm. We watched the game together. Grabbed their we? nuts. They grabbed they their did. nuts down they in did. Houston. They said they're right here. A lot here. of nut grabbing I'm going right on. right here. Can you tell the people, though, yeah, yeah. what my call was before the game? I said, what was the key for Houston to win this game? Yeah, you, you were saying P.J. Tucker, if he scores like 14 points or more. 14 plus, yeah. Houston's winning this game. Right. And P.J. Had a, had a hell of a game. Had a fucking hell of a game. And let's, let's talk about... The bull, they got some fucking pit bulls, bro. I've always said Chris Paul is a pit bull. Yeah. PJ Tucker is a tough motherfucker. He was playing the center position or guarding the center position. Yeah, Capella played decently too. But it, yeah, yeah, he PJ, did play good. PJ was all over the Won boards. That game. that game came down to rebounds. Uh, James off, Harden action. offensive rebounds right. for Houston and defensive rebounds for the Warriors at down to the wire, and the Warriors could not fucking grab a rebound. They just couldn't grab it. And it was PJ, and it was James, and it was Eric Gordon, and it, all everyone was pitching in on that on the rebounding. Because other than that, honestly, I mean, outside of that, like Warriors probably should have had that game. But, they had to but, look at the end. But every time they would get a little closer, and then the, Houston would get three offensive rebounds in a row and a layup or a three. Um, but yeah, man, let's, that, let's not let's not forget that Golden State literally shooting twenty six percent from the free throw or from the three, from the three point, point line, line, yeah, and they're shooting less than forty percent from from field goal, right? Clay, there's something, there's a disconnect going on with Clay, yeah. Uh, okay, and mind you, we did watch this at the Ultimate Homer's house, which is your house, Jeff Crompton, yeah, who refused to be on the show today, 
The fans wanted him on the show today. <laughs> he had to work. He says he had to work. He had I think he's work. hiding out at his house right now. He didn't. We wanted to uh, pop his podcast cherry. Um, he'll I'm, come on. I think he'll he'll do it eventually. Fans, stay patient. Well, we got to work on him a little bit. It, we, might, we might need to get, cut him a check. We might have to cut him a check. We might have to cut him a check okay. before he goes. Because I want you to hear he this a, guy. He wants a little appearance fee. I think. Oh, is I'm what down he wants. for that. That's what he wants. I'm down for that. But I have been banned from the house. Yeah. I'm no, no longer long, allowed to not. watch games there. Uh, j- uh, the The Warriors are zero zero three when I watch a game yeah. there. Yeah, but he did make some great burritos, Jeff. God I damn, appreci- we appreciate it. That burrito was amazing. It was so good. Yeah, I had the other half the second day, and it was even better. Yeah. Um, but there is shooting woes, and back to Clay. Yes, there's a disconnect, and the disconnect being that like shooters got to shoot, dog. Yep. And Clay is used to getting his. 18 to 20 shots a game, right? 15 to 20. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. And when you're not shooting, you're not in a rhythm. No, he's getting those shots, dude. He's just not hitting. He got, he got 15 shots in that game. Did he get exactly 15? He got exactly 15. He was Mm -hmm. five of 15 in that game. And so, but you're, you're right. Mm -hmm. Like the way he, they're not really featuring, they're not featuring him a lot. Mm -hmm. So you're right. There's no, there's not a whole lot of rhythm for him to be in, but that's neither here nor there because he, he's the ultimate like wide open shot. I'm, Catch hitting this shot and he's not doing it uh he was one for six from three like the entire warrior team shooting that 25 percent from 23. three 23 percent four 24 percent from three whatever it was dude that that first of all that's never gonna happen no never gonna happen again. it won't happen tonight it's not gonna happen again no. uh even if clay still struggles as a team they're just better than that we know it um but we've been i've been saying this for a little for a little while now he just seems off but i will tell you this dude for for all these other guys that that you know make excuses or whatever, I haven't heard one thing out of Clay saying my ankle hurts. Yep. I haven't heard one thing saying you know I I got food poisoning. I was throwing up all night. I couldn't sleep. Whatever. Uh, my dog shit all over my bed. Like you know he has a he has a dog. None, nobody gonna, on that team has said anything. Nothing about mm-hmm. Clay. You know so he's he's shutting up. He's playing really hard. I will I'll still give you this. He's making really bad decisions offensively about selecting when to shoot, when to dribble, when to pass. He's a little rush with the ball, which is – that's the strange part. Catch and just fire. But right? on defense, he's still doing his thing. Like, he's still out there guarding James and Chris Paul and really affecting the game as as positively as he can. He's just he's just off offensively right now. And so there's got to be something that – you know. Steph st- included, though, dog. Steph, Steph, yeah, sure. Steph's also off. But, I mean, he did dislocate his finger. Right. And so there's – for him, I, you know – Kevin Durant is clearly the best player on their team right now. He's and they're relying and, on him heavily. Yeah, dude. and they're going to do that again tonight. Uh, and if they win this series, like I still think they're that they're going to win this series, and I think it'll be on the back of Kevin Durant just pulling him through this, um, unless Steph can step up like to the level that we expect him to step the up. The only way they're going to lose, and we said this before, is they're they're going to lose it themselves if they cannot if if they shoot poorly and don't don't hit shots. Right. They're not going to win the game. Right. And I mean, we, you Maybe said that's a dumb comment that I just said. Anybody's <laughs> going to lose. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're only going to beat themselves. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. And so, but to your point, I mean, like, Steph, Steph still had 30 points in that game four, but was four for 14 from three. So, this is the stuff that we're talking about. And, and it's been said, dude, and yeah. I don't mean to piss off the Golden State Warrior fans, but in big moments, you know, Steph really hasn't come clutch. Oh, I don't know about no, that. No, it's 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 proven. The numbers are there. When Is that right? It, when it's time to shine, I want to. I would love to hear those numbers. I, Do you have I, I don't have them in front. Don't of have me, them in but front. But I can. I can get them for okay. you. Well, because I would love that. Because again, I don't. Is, I don't know. I haven't heard that before. It's, it's been said. Okay. And it's been talked about. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying he. I mean, come on, Steph is Steph. Yeah, two time MVP. Yeah. Like, you know. Again, this yeah. is not a knock. The only way the Golden State Warriors lose is if they fucking miss shots. <laughs> That's yeah. it. No, and that's you know? the truth. That's the truth. Because they, they lost by four in a game that they pretty sh- they, they probably should have lost by 15. Right. And so, again, that speaks to how good they are and, and, and that whole thing. And so. I don't see the dog that I see that I saw last game. The dog, meaning yeah. I, PJ wanted it more. Yeah. James wanted it more. And fucking Houston CP wanted it Houston more. Houston was back in the corner. Yeah. I mean, so there's all... It's At n- home. Naturally, you're going to be, mm-hmm. you know, down 2-0 and then down 2-1, like... Naturally, you're going to be the more aggressive team, which is why like that home and away thing really does play a big deal. So much. It, it, yeah, it plays a big a role in this game. Just like I think the Warriors are, are going to be back, feeling a little bit more backed into a corner at Oracle. Steph goes for 40 tonight. They don't want this to be the last game that they play in Oracle ever, mm-hmm. which if they lose here and then lose in game six 
uh, yeah, in game six, that will be. No way. No way Houston and so, wins four in a row. There's no way no that's happening. Way. I think I think the Warriors put come out and put their foot down. Um, I'm not predicting a huge win. Like, I don't think it's going to be by, you know, 15 or 20, but I think it's going to be convincing. And we're going to go to game six, and then, you know, we'll see what happens in Houston, see, what, see who actually brings it in, in that game. But shout out to the Rockets, dude. Honestly, yeah. like, James Harden playing through whatever the hell he's got going on his eyes. Um, the red glaucoma. The, the whole, like, the, the dog mentality. The Warriors got pushed around. They got game, bullied. In game four. And that cannot happen again. Because they're going to play with the small lineup. And the only way the small lineup works is if they can defend and rebound. And if they can't do that, and if they're going to get pushed around and act like a bunch of little bitches out there. Yeah, does KD rebound? Does Steph rebound? KD does rebound. Mm. KD rebounds pretty well. But this is my point, though. Mm-hmm. Is they, 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 need, got it. they have to. They have to. Mm-hmm. Because this is the lineup they're playing with now. Boogie's out. and You're not, you're not playing Bogut. Kevon Looney keeps getting switched out. Whoever their big is keeps getting switched out on these pick and rolls, and they don't have anyone under to rebound. So, again, your bench. Clay's got to rebound. Steph, it's all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't just fucking watch anymore. So... Uh, I expect them to win tonight, though. And you got them winning the series? I do, absolutely. Okay. I mean, at this point, it's hard to say six or seven, but I, I'm confident the Warriors are going to take this. I mean, it's a game of three. Yeah. You got to win the best out of three now. Right. And that's how you have to approach it and look at it. You don't look at it as, as Houston as, oh, we just won two in a row. Right. You know, you look at it like this is game one of a three-game series. Exactly. So playing it, I, I, I'll tell you this, dude. Yeah. I still have Golden State winning it. Sure. But if... If Houston takes this one at Oracle, it changes everything. I literally, I would put. It's. I would. Lo- I'm what gonna, would you put? You I want to bet anymore? You're I not would, doing too well right now. I would, well, I only made one bet, um, <laughs> and yeah, that that bet is not doing well. Uh, but I, yeah, I would say I would bet a significant a dollar amount. Oh, significant! A significant dollar amount that the Warriors come out with this win. Okay, I would. You know what? If I was a betting man, I would do that too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So enough about Golden State, Houston. We got to talk about your Lakers right quick because yep. not only have the Lakers managed to fuck up everything, yeah, everything in your organization is a fucking. I don't. Even, they got Kathy Rambis or whatever her name is is now a part of the team. You, you watch your mouth when you speak about the, <laughs> about Kurt Rambis' the, the, wife. Yeah, that's exactly right. You <laughs> so, tre- you put some respect on her name. So not only did Monty Will- Monty Williams decide fuck it, I'm not even going to take a center, oh, second interview. I'm going with Phoenix Suns. That the was worst, brutal. The worst fucking team. That right? was brutal. Then everybody's like, well, and Woj drops a bomb saying, well, they're going Ty, Ty Lue's next in line and they're working out the deal to get Ty Lue. And then today it comes. Ty Lue talks have stopped. Right. They're done. They're going to move on from Ty Lue. Good. Unless Ty Lue wants to take another meeting, which it seems from what I heard is they really like Jason Kidd and they wanted Jason Kidd to be on the bench with Ty Lue as an assistant oh, coach, right? they did. And as a head coach, you bring in your own staff. Yeah. He didn't want to be appointed. I don't think there's any beef between no, no, Jason Kidd and Ty. Yeah, that would be like having almost like a, a dual head coaches. It's, it's basically co-head coaches. Yeah, and it's like Jeannie taking one of your nuts, right? <laughs> like, you're going to be head coach, but I want this other nut over here. Right. We want Jason Kidd. As soon Kidd. as you fuck up, Jason Kidd's going to be the coach. So now they're talking about it's going to be Frank Vogel's in line. Oh, I like Frank. Uh, Jason Kidd, I think, is still a thought. Sure. And then Mike Brown. They're looking at Mike Brown. They're looking at Mike Brown right now. I I don't again. know. I don't know why we would be looking at him again like that. Because Kathy Rambis likes him. Obviously. Good God! Uh, what is um, going on? So this is this is this is, yeah. This is a very it's a very uh, very upsetting. Ty Lue turned down coaching for the Lakers. I still don't understand anything that's happening right now. <laughs> You know, Magic steps down. The first thing that would make the most sense is just go ahead and clean house. Yep. As much as I didn't want to see Luke go, Rob, thank you so much. Peace, Rob. Later. Thanks for your year. Luke, you know, it's been fun. Good luck in Sacramento and with your court case. And let's bring in, first and foremost, a president of basketball operations. Number one. Who can actually grab a hold of this fucking steering wheel that's spinning out of control and at least steady the ship a little bit. And then he can go find a GM and then they can go find a coach. And then we have assistant coaches and plans. What the fuck are we doing? I still don't understand like how Rob Palinka is in his role. I mean, how much ass kissing did he do? to? What Jeannie? is Kurt Rampus's role? And why is he interviewing the coaches? Because we don't have a president of basketball it's, operations. So, so he just steps in. Jeannie's like, f- Jeannie's like, who, who's, who's a Laker that I know? Do I know any more Lakers? Are they Kobe, alive? Cause Kobe wants no James parts. Worthy. Where are you? James, anybody? <laughs> 
Anybody. Literally. Stu Lance. Stu, will you sit in on this conversation? Where's Mark Madsen? Mad Dog, do you want to be president? He went to Stanford. There's a job opening, Mark. Honestly, fucking get Mark in there. Uh, he's, he's smart as fuck. He went to Stanford. He can't shoot. He can't play basketball to save his life anymore. Put him in the fucking role. I, we, need, we need somebody. We need, in all seriousness. Yeah, serious. We have to have somebody that knows how to run an organization like this. I, again, I, I want to always give Jeannie the benefit of the doubt, but she is if she's head, heading this search up and letting Rob just survive somehow and, and letting him sweet talk her into becoming the president of basketball operations or at least staying as a GM and, has, and then a new president comes in, I just don't understand. The first focus has to be about that. Then, you know, if Rob stays, whatever, like, get him out of there. And then we can actually say, look, we have a franchise. This is our president of basketball operations. We have this plan. We have LeBron James. We have all this money. Come coach the Lakers. And right now, we don't even have that. No. We don't even have that. And we nobody have, we have, wants to touch it. We have an owner who's, like, begging and pleading for people to take meetings with. LeBron apparently just is, is nowhere to be found. Uh, He's making a show. Exactly. He's making his show right now. But he should be a little bit concerned with this decision that we're making and maybe be assisting in some of these meetings. Again, I don't know to the extent of which he's doing that or not, but it just doesn't seem like he's involved at all, which is always a terrible I decision. I think this whole Ty Lue thing was, not, it was yeah. for him. Yeah. And Ty Lue looked at it and said, you know what? This is all fucked up. I Everywhere think, I'm looking here. I don't think Ty Lue's in a spot to say that. I think he is. Why I not? I don't think so. Uh, Drew. Who's going to hire Ty Lue? Drew, I think, I think Ty, Ty Lue is very coveted. Who's going to hire him? Not, I mean, the head coaching positions. There might be a spot in Philadelphia. Philly. There might be a spot a lot of other places, dude. Who knows? I don't know if a lot of people want to touch it. The dog. Monty Williams thing, I, I get why he like he had a lot Tom of offers. Thibodeau is fucking wide open. Well, he's on the Clippers roster. Though. He is a consultant. Tom is uh, is available, but does I would th- love that. Yeah, I mean, but would the kids on the team like that? Would well, they want hard- LeBron respects Tom from the USA stuff. Yeah, but but yeah, I do. I, I think you know when it comes down to it, we're putting the cart before the horse here. As a franchise, it only makes sense to get the first slot filled. Find a president of basketball operations. Come so up with he can hold these meetings. Come up with a plan. Right. Have LeBron in the meeting with you, and then go. Hey, LeBron is here. He wants you to coach this team. That is a great presentation when they can do that. But we're just fucking it up again. <laughs> so here we go, Laker fans. <laughs> it's gonna be we're a great go, summer, guys. We're going to the season with Rob Palinka driving the fucking bus. Meanwhile. I want to tell you something that I wish I could talk about my combo with Luke Mabute, but he's like, yo, we were talking Clipper basketball. He's like, I've played for seven teams in my career. And he said, I will say hands down, Steve Ballmer is the best owner I've ever played for. He said, I played for owners that when after a game, they would just go up to the, the star players in the locker room, shake their hand, take pictures, blah, blah, blah. Steve Ballmer knows who sells fucking popcorn in section 114. Shout out to section 114, my homies. So your birthday's coming up. My birthday is the, is on Saturday. You're making a big trip. I'm just going back to New York, bro. I love going to New York. I'm going to go to the city. I'm going to meet up with, you know, the homies out there. I'm going to meet up with a couple brands. I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to drink. I'm going to eat yeah. like, a, like a king. Yeah. Um, it's gonna, I'm going to play ball. You yeah. Know? Shout out to that, dude. And happy birthday Thank to you. Thank you, my friend. Uh, all the podcast listeners, send your love. Eclipse 555. I would love that. And we have some. we have a big announcement, kind of. We have our official Clips and Drew stickers in. Yeah. We want the, we're calling them slappers. Yes. Because we want you to slap them on your local backboard. But we're going to send them to everybody and anybody that A, shows us that you are subscribed to our pod. B, gives us a review, a rating and review. That's all we're asking for. We're two, tr- it's A and B. It's A and B. Give us a five star review. One and two. You don't have to give us a five star. Give us what you think we give are. Give us a review. We are a five star. If you give us three star review, you'll get 60% of the sticker. You will get half of a sticker. You'll get 60%. You will get the Drew side. It's like it'll be a pie chart. It'll say the follow Drew. Yeah. That's what it'll be called. Uh, but we want to send these out to you. We want these to be all over the world. Uh, and it's our gift to you. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us, the engagement, the listening. We see everything that you guys do for us with the screenshotting of you listening uh, to the broadcast and the radio show. Shout out to Dash Radio and the Nothing But Net channel. They've been holding us down big time. But Drew, the best part of the of the show, we're going to take them out with something. <laughs> the ending? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ending. Be, they're ready to go. They want to go now. Since our broadcast is a wow broadcast makes you say wow wow we're gonna go with post malone 
Oh yeah, my boy Roddy Rich, who yeah. I've, we've thrown on on this show a lot. We, yeah, we, he's early, my favorite rapper right early now. Early days, early days. I Roddy love Rich. Roddy Rich, uh, featuring Tyga. You can fast forward through that, but we're gonna give him Post Malone. Wow, Drew, you dropped this shit. It's the follow through with clips and Drew. We're ghost. Kurt Rambis, save us. Says she tired, little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20 inch blades like I'm Lil Choi. Now it's everybody flocking, need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the leak coy. G Wagon, G Wagon, G Wagon, G Wagon. All the housewives pulling up. I got a lot of toys. 720S pumping, Fallout Boy. You was talking shit in the beginning. Back when I was feeling unforgiving. I know I pissed you off to see me winning. See the hit glue in my mouth and I be grinning. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got 'em saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got 'em saying wow. Busting out my jeans, I got big racks. We gon' pull up in the Cullen and the Double G. I keep a ticket on me, nigga, ain't nothing to me. I'm draped down in Givenchy. I just put blue guts in the Rari. Rich niggas only in the section. I'm sorry. Bust down, watch your shades by Bagari. I'm smoking on jet fuel like Bob Marley. I spent a hundred thousand on my necklace check. Real street nigga from the set and check. I was in the projects, now I'm on the jet. I ain't even tryna talk, give it ain't about a check. Yeah. Get it's on me. Honey deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got 'em saying wow. Honey bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got 'em saying wow. Brand new everything. Yeah. Tell your friend to stop it. Come here. Then they invited. Wow, Mighty Duck Ice Challenge, and I'm looking for a freak with no mileage. I'm back on my shit. Fuck, how you feel about it? Big diamonds on my neck, can't even hide it. Shake that ass though, shake that ass though. In the bathroom, in the bathrobe, in the front seat of the Lambo. Bad bitches on the West Coast. Got 'em saying wow. Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah. Hundred deep when I roll like the army. Yeah, yeah. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up. Got 'em saying wow.